What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the center stage. I am Carolina Araujo, and I'm here with Ashlyn Little. And we have another amazing episode for you guys. As you know, um, we just finished out the last the last show of the season um, for the 2021 season, and it ended with the Nationals this past weekend. So we are definitely going to um, talk about that and touch on that and then talk about some um, holiday tips for you guys. And we're just so excited to have you guys back on. It's almost the holidays. And oh my God, what do you can't believe what it. do you got going on for the holidays? Uh, it is going to be so low key for me because I just so I just got back from New York. Uh, I spent uh, eight days out there last week with my mom and friends and saw a few people, which was really, really nice. Um, so I'm not going to go back home because it's just so expensive to fly and route trip from California to New York. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to hang out with one of my best friends for. Christmas, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I'm not probably Christmas Eve. Uh, we're just gonna like watch Christmas movies and just do girl stuff. It'll be great. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> that is yeah, so fun. It's actually the first time ever, ever. I'm 29 years old that I spend Christmas away from my family. Like I've never like it's either been just my mom or my mom and my dad, and you know what I mean. Like it's always or like you know a ex-boyfriend with their family like it's always been around family ever since I was a little kid so this is like the very first year that I like don't have like direct family like with me so I told my best friend I was just like we need to spend it together (laughs) (laughs) that's adorable no that's that's so cool though and same here I mean I'm 29 and um this is the first year that it's just me and my boyfriend you know doing Christmas together and um we don't have like you know, major plans or anything, we might invite, you know, a couple friends over and just have like, um, some, a Christmas dinner and stuff like that. But honestly, it's just going to be like us. And I'm so excited for that because of course, like I'm going to miss my family and like, mm-hmm. I wish that I could go with them, but you know, I've been traveling so much this year and I just saw my mom for Thanksgiving, uh, um, for like a week, which is the whole point, which is why I wanted to go over there for Thanksgiving yeah. was because I figured, which I did invite my mom, um, actually to come to Vegas, but um, she usually stays in, uh, Dallas because that's where pretty much like my whole side of my mom's family is and my brothers and my nephews. So, yeah, so like all of the, all of the like grandkids and everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So of course I get my it. My mom wants to spend that with, you know, her grandbabies and stuff, which I totally understand. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, of course we're always invited to go over there, but I'm just like, I just got home. <laughs> You're like, and no things, Thanks, but no thanks. I know I'm like virtually we'll FaceTime or something, but yeah, this is going to be the first year for me too, that I'm not going to be with like family or parent or like my, um, my significant other's family either. So it's just like, it's nice. It's going to be relaxing just to, just to have us too. And then, yeah, I'm usually like, so I'm just so wrapped up in like my family stuff and everything. So it's, it's definitely gonna be different, but yeah. I'm excited. But it's also exciting because this is like your first Christmas together, right? Exactly. Yeah. We got to do so all the you'll like, stuff yeah, you have like your own tradition and you know, it's just the two of you. So that's exciting. That's cool too. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to have, we're going to have a good time just being able to just like enjoy this. I don't know. I want to go look at lights and stuff. So we'll probably do that this weekend too. I saw that Vegas has the, the, the really pretty, what is it called? This like a whole like, um, installation for like Christmas and Winterland or whatever. Yeah, I think they have a few actually. Um, there's one, it's called like Enchant Park or Enchantment Park or something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that one's really pretty. It's all lit up. There's stuff everywhere, which is the one that um, I wanted to go to. Yeah. Enchant Las Vegas is what it's called. Okay. Um, so they have that, which is like, um, it's like a Christmas market, but then they have like, you know, lights and all this other really cool stuff. So that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, well, but we'll go back to we'll come back to Christmas and all holiday things. Um, I know that you were just at nationals this past weekend, right? I was. It was so fun. We had a huge group of us from Fit Body Fusion um, competing. So it was just a lot of fun to be able to end the year with, um, you know, of course, my Fit Body Fusion family and my IFBB Pro family and just getting to see everybody that I normally like only get to see when I'm either competing or if I'm like, you know, obviously at a show supporting my clients, which is not, you know, as often as I would like mm-hmm. just because it does get, you know, expensive, obviously. Yeah. The shows are show everywhere. Show. Exactly. So the national shows, I really try to make sure I'm at, uh, for sure. Especially if I have two or more athletes at them, I really try to be there for all my athletes, but like regional shows, as long as I have like a good group of people or a good group of either my athletes, or let's just say, you know, we have a big group of fit body fusion and they need, you know, a coach or something like that, um, to be on site, I'll, I'll go out there for that. But, you know, there's just so many shows, so it's, it's hard to get to all of them, obviously, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a really good turnout. Um, you know, I got my pro card. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say I got my pro card there. So it was just like, oh, that's so cool. cool. Yeah. And I ended up getting to do awards, which I thought was really fun um, and just really cool because I was getting to present all of these women, their pro cards. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this used to be this was literally me in 2018. And it just brought that back so incredible. many memories. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So how did your clients do? Did we get any new pros? How did oh, we were one spot away from a pro. I was so, Oh my um, God. That's so close. I know. Um, this was actually our first prep together and, um, we did battle of Texas for her warm up, which she needed to be leaner, but her body was being really, really stubborn. So it did take us a little bit to get her weight. Um, it was, it was basically just her legs, just get her legs down. Uh-huh. We finally came down. Um, and we peaked her perfectly on, to be honest, I, I was just like, dang it. Like she was so close. Like honestly, any of them could have, you know, gotten the pro card because literally every single person in that top five Mm -hmm. looked like they all looked like winners. Like they easily could have been switched out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like the apples and oranges situation. Yeah. It was extremely close. Everybody in every single class, um, that was in like, you know, that first call out, even the second call out, I'm telling you, like, it was insane. The The caliber of athletes at the show really, really, really impressed me. I was blown away. Um, but yeah, I got a sixth place. Uh, she got first call out was Carly, my client. She got sixth place. Um, you know, she's done three national shows this year. Her body wow. was tired. Yeah, that's that's so many. And that's, she's been that's she's almost been all the, of them. Yeah. I mean, she was in basically half of like all of the, the national shows this year. Um, she did the North Americans where she got third mm-hmm. she did USA's where she got six. And then she did this show where she got six. So, um, you know, it's just a tough year. There's a lot of people that are, that literally have hit every single national show this year. And of course this is the last one. So, yeah, you know, that's, and, and I kind of want to, you know, talk about this 
um, which is why I'm really glad that we're talking about the national show, because I really want women, especially women that are trying to, um, you know, earn their pro card. I want you guys to understand that these, especially at the, at the last show of the year, and especially one of the most competitive shows of the year, getting in that first and second call out is like phenomenal because these girls that have been, you know, let's just say that they're constantly getting in that top five. It's like, they're doing national show after national show after national yeah, it's show. A, it's so- a whole different caliber of competition. I remember when I, when I turned pro, it's just like, you know, it's, there's so many, there were so many of us always, right. That there's not a one national, one national show that does not come in like with every single class stacked. Yeah. And it's, it's always been like, you know, really tough competition, obviously at national shows, but this year, especially, I believe that it was a lot to do with like COVID and a lot of people, you know, I think some people didn't, some people took for granted, you know, being able to train and being able to diet easily and being able to like do all these things and have freedom. And then whenever COVID happened and the gym shut down and you could barely get to the grocery store and you could only buy like one or two package of, you know, meat or whatever the case is, Um, just because everything was so scarce. It's like, I think people really took that for granted. And now that everything is like, obviously getting more and more back to normal, which let's be real. It's, it's still not back to normal, but, um, (laughs) as normal as it can be for now, you know? And it's like, I think that a lot of people were like, damn, I'm, I'm really going in ham because I don't really know what's going to happen year after year after year. Like you really don't. So I just think that a lot of people, really put in a lot more effort this year. And you can just tell, um, that the caliber of athletes were just a lot more, you know, a lot higher level than normal. And then, but what the point I was getting at was that like, when you're at that, when you're, when you're competing back to back to back to back, once you get to a certain point, they eventually, if you're being consistent, they're eventually going to reward you. So it's like, if you've, if you've shown up, you know, at junior nationals and then junior USAs, and then you're going to universe and then you show up at North Americans and then you're there again at USAs. It's like, obviously, and you're, you're consistently getting in that top call out. Maybe you're missing it by a couple spots, uh, but they're, they're remembering those athletes. So it's like, but by the time you get to that, you know, last show of the year, it's like, they're going to start rewarding those people that have been consistent all year. And it's like, damn, it's their time. Mm -hmm. So you just have to take that into consideration, ladies. Like when you're, if you just show up at this, at this last show, let's just say you got second call out. Okay. And it's like, you could have easily, easily been in that first call out. Like you, your physique was on point. Your posing was on point. Everything was dialed in. And if you're sitting there asking yourself like, but why not me? Like, why didn't I get in the top call out? Well, maybe it's just because it had nothing to do with you. It was literally just the fact that they, maybe you're a fresh face. Maybe they haven't seen you um, in the lineup, you know, recently, maybe they've been, you know, really expecting some of these girls to come in and, and, you know, get their pro card and it was just their time and it, it just wasn't your time yet. And, and putting in the time in the ISVB is huge, whether you're an amateur or whether you're a pro, it doesn't matter. Putting yeah. in the time is really going to make you consistently get that, get that level up. And I know that there are cases and this is with anything in life. It doesn't matter what it is. There are cases where people just show up and you know what, they just blow everybody away and they get the pro card in one shot. That does happen. I mean, that that's, doesn't mean- that's how I got mine. 
Yeah. And that, that happens to people, you know, and it depends on the lineup. It depends on the caliber of athletes. It depends on a lot of factors. And it's like, just because that does happen to somebody doesn't mean that that's to be expected or that that's normal or that that happens to a lot of people. It doesn't majority of people in this industry have to do at least three to five national shows before they get their pro card, at least, you know, I also, I also think that I agree with you. And I also think that like a lot of well, a lot of people take into or forget to take into consideration or or fail to realize is that, you know, they say, for example, they've won the previous show prior to nationals. Just because you won that one show doesn't mean that you can ease off the gas. Right. I think that I've you know, I've spoken to and this is competitors in many different divisions, not just bikini competitors, but like even men's too, right? Right. The men's division is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready. You know, I won my show and I'm like, oh sweetie, that's great. But you're also going against at least 10 people to 20 to 30 people that have also won their show. Exactly. You and know what I mean? Just, so it's just, it's just like the pro league, like you, it's a, it's a mini it's like the amateur, like national stage. It's literally a preparation like, for pro. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's that's exactly what it is. It's literally what it is by that. So it's like, it's like, you know, just like at the Olympia level, it's like, you're going up against people that have all won pro shows. So it's like the caliber of athletes there are top tier. And it's the same thing at a national show. It's like most of those women at the national level have been competing for quite some time. And they have, you know, there's, there's girls up there that have got missed their pro card by one spot like four times in a row that literally happens to people. Yeah. So then you see them, you know, walk in and just get a pro card and you're like, Oh, why did, why did she, I, I, I feel like I look just as good or, you know, I feel like I look better or what about this, this, and this it's like, yes, you know, maybe you do look the same. Maybe y'all are very competitive next to each other, but she's put in the time and you still have, you know, you still have some time to put in. So taking that into consideration is huge. And just, and just knowing that your time is coming and the more consistent you are and the more work you continue to do and the more uh, shows you continue to show up at um, and show your face, I promise it's, it's, it's right around the corner. It just has to be your time. Exactly. And I mean, the whole time thing is also bittersweet, you know, subject especially for me, because I, you know, we all know that I haven't won a pro show yet. And for you specifically, like you, it took many, many shows for you to win is always second and third and second and third. So, you know, just because you haven't won and this, I think specifically for amateur athletes, right. It doesn't make you less of a competitor or less competitive. It just means that like, you know, whether you are choosing to continue to show up again and again, or whether you are choosing to, to step back and take some time off, like, you know, remind yourself that that doesn't mean that you looked any better or worse. It just, it just means that you're making a choice in terms of like, okay, how are you going to map out your competitive life or your competitive career, whether in an amateur level or professional level? Um, you know, I've been literally so close from um, when I first started competing and first got my pro card, my first pro season, I could have if I had done a couple of extra shows, I could have probably stepped on the Olympia stage that year, but guess what? My family was sick. My grandfather was almost passing away. You know, like I got sick. There are all these things that like will happen in life or whether they are your control or whether you are stepping on stage and still not your control, but you're stepping on stage again and again and they're picking someone else. Like you have to come to terms with the fact that it's like, okay, if I'm making the decision to whether to compete or not, whether to show up X number of times or not, that, you know, that's not going to change whether I, you know, the, the I guess 
the sportsmanship and, you know, that your discipline and commitment to the sport. That, that doesn't make you less of an athlete. Um, it just means that, like Ashlyn is saying, like, you need to, you just need to keep on trucking along. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's like some, sometimes they choose, you know, and I don't mean like harder and softer. It's just sometimes they choose smaller, like less muscle. And sometimes they choose more muscle and, you know, you can never, ever, ever like predict what they're going to choose ever. So bringing your best and what looks best on you is going to be your best bet. If you're trying to downsize or trying to upsize or trying to do all these things to try to manipulate your body to copy somebody else um, that you see is doing well on one stage. Like, let's just say they do USAs and it's like, oh, well, she was in the top five. So, you know, she, she, she got her pro card. So I'm going to try um, and like, you know, do something that's similar to her physique because at this next, yeah, no, you can't, show, you can't do that. Yeah. That's no, not the way to then go. At this next show, they could come in and they could choose people that have more, you know, of a bubblier look and a more harder muscle look. So you just got to keep bringing in a physique that fits you best and that you're happy with and just keep showing up. And I guarantee you, the more you, you know, practice what you preach and the more you do what you're supposed to do, um, to continue to get to that next level, it will happen for you. It's just, sometimes it takes a lot more time and some people it doesn't. So, yeah. um, how you did know. you, I guess my question too, cause I only saw pictures, right? I, personally really love the physiques and the the aesthetic like the conditioning and muscularity and like volume and fullness that they were presenting this year or at least for this last show how did you how did you feel about the the girls overall overall it was incredible um I do agree that I feel like the conditioning and the fullness majority of each class was spot on there were a couple people um that I personally didn't necessarily agree with, mm-hmm. um, placing wise and stuff. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I don't really know what the judges are looking at when they pick certain people. And again, this is where it comes into play. What I was saying before, maybe they have been just really consistent and, and showed up at every single national show and has done really well. And so they gave them a pro card because, you know, throughout this whole year, they have been really consistent with their physique. So that could have been a reason that they chose, you know, the person that got their pro card or the person that was close to getting their pro card um, over the other people that maybe I thought had, you know, a better physique or a better package, um, brighter presentation, whatever the case is mm-hmm. an overall package to me, presentation, suit color, um, the way they do their hair, the way they do their makeup, like everything should be on point if you're getting your pro card. And there were some people, um, and then there were some people that were extremely, extremely lean that I didn't really agree with. I thought they were way too lean, mm-hmm. um, that ended up getting their pro card. But, you know, like I said, I don't know what the reason of them picking that over, you know, the person that got fourth that I thought, you know, probably deserved it better. Maybe they just, maybe it was that person's time. It's not that the person looked bad at all. And it's not that they didn't deserve, you know, the placing they got. I think that every single person on that stage, um, you know, looked absolutely phenomenal and deserved, um, to get, you know, a, a good placing. Um, but there were just some things that I, I, didn't agree with as far as the bikini criteria goes. Um, but it, again, like I said, it's just, I don't really know exactly what they were looking for. I'm not a judge. I don't know. I did. I haven't followed 
every single class with every single top five. So I don't know which girls have been competing, obviously, um, throughout the year, but I do know that they do that. I do know that sometimes they do reward people that are consistent, which they should. Um, so maybe that could be one of the reasons that, you know, a girl got picked over the other girl. So that's just something to always take into consideration, but overall, um, the women that, you know, were getting in those top two call outs, unbelievable like they all looked absolutely phenomenal and I thought that they majority of them fit the criteria perfectly that's awesome yeah I I mean I've only seen pictures like I said and I think that you know overall the first call outs really really look up to par um I mean at least what I believe you know the the kind of like leading into the pro stage um Honestly, I saw the picture of your client and she looks freaking incredible. The one that you said that she just missed, but missed it by a spot. I think I'm not sure if mm-hmm. that's the same one that I saw. She has like highlights and had a blue suit. Um, but yeah, no, she looked incredible. So I was my my head goes off to to all of the women that stepped on stage this past weekend. Congratulations, ladies. But Seriously. yeah, to shift back to holiday fun and all things holiday related, we figured, you know, we because I think that whether you are someone who is just working out to be healthy or you're someone who was working out to compete, um, I think that we all know that we all sh- not all struggle, but a lot of people struggle with the holiday season, uh, whether it is holiday parties, Christmas celebrations, going on vacation for between Christmas and New Year's. So I think that, you know, Ash and I wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of things um, that at least has have helped us and our clients in the past for a couple of things to keep in mind uh, to help you kind of navigate through the holiday season without. And I just posted about this today, but without feeling stressed out, which is, I think, the most important thing, because I think people get so much anxiety from just, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to gain weight. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. This And they one, they can't they like fail at two things. They fail at enjoying themselves and like having good quality time with their family and loved ones. And two, they fail at like sticking to whatever, you know, guidelines they chose or they chose with their coaches that they, you know, to, to stick for stick with. So, you know, that's just a couple of things. Um, why, Ash, why don't we go back and forth with like, you know, what is, what are some things that you like to keep in mind for yourself? And I'm, I know, I know you're prepping now, but, and I know you've always prepped through holidays, but like, what, how do you help your clients? Uh, what's one thing that you tell them to, to prioritize, um, during this time of the year? I always prioritize, uh, protein and water. I think that those yes. two things are going to keep you on track the most, obviously, um, you know, like the snacking and all that other stuff, it really is not that big of a deal. Um, you know, the thing that's the worst is when people tell themselves that they can't, or they're not supposed to have something because in the end, at the end of the day, they end up doing way more because they feel like they can't. And every time you restrict yourself, you're, it's, it's like, you know, brunettes want blonde, blonde wants brunettes. Everybody wants what they, what they don't have or what they can't have. Um, it's just a mind thing. It's just how the mind works. It's really weird. Um, but when you tell yourself you can't have something or you're trying to restrict yourself, um, it ends up backfiring for most people. Oh, yeah. That's so, what I can think about. Exactly. Cause it's all you can think about. And you're just like constantly being like, okay, well maybe just a bite and the bite turns into all this other BS. And then you end up going, overboard because you kept telling yourself that you couldn't have it. And it's just a mess. And it's like, why do that to yourself? It's the holidays. You're supposed to enjoy yourself. You can do that without binging. You can enjoy yourself. Like, you know, if you want to have 
a couple glasses of wine and you want to, you know, intuitively eat that day. It's like, you know, if you know you're on point majority of the time, as long as you're keeping your water, you know, at a, at least three to four liters throughout the day and, you know, making sure that you're getting enough protein in tracking your protein is what I always tell my athletes. I'm always like, please track your protein and please make sure you're drinking three to four, um, at least three, more than three, but at least three, um, gallons or, uh, liters of water per day. Um, you know, while you're with your family and then, you know, if you can, if you can get any activity in, like maybe do something outside where you go and walk, um, you know, with your family or like, if there's, if there's like any outdoor stuff that you can go do, or, you know, just playing with, you know, your nephews or nieces or whatever the case is, you can be active, you know, for a little bit, that would be cool too. But, you know, it's like, I just try and tell my clients to not think so much about it because this is a time you're supposed to enjoy. You're not supposed to stress about food. You're not supposed to stress about, you know, checking in or going to the gym or doing those things. This is the holidays. Most people don't get to see their families that often. Um, just be mindful. That's it. Just be mindful. As long as you're not shoving your face with food every five seconds, it's like, okay, you're probably going to be bloated for a couple of days and then you'll be fine. It's really yeah. not that big of a deal. And it's not like you can destroy your body in a couple of days, but unless, unless you're like literally just binging 24 seven, you know, but majority yeah. of people don't do that. You know, maybe have, maybe have a, um, a high protein, um, meal, like maybe bring a meal, a couple meals with you and like, just have a meal before you go somewhere. That way you don't have to eat as much. You can still eat something. Um, but maybe have like, you know, a healthy meal first and then go, um, get like something small that you can enjoy, or maybe you want to have a healthy meal, but get a dessert, something like that. So you kind of just pick and choose. Um, I always like to pick and choose what I think is best. Like if I go out, if I go have dinner with my family, um, I know I'm a dessert person. Some people are salty. Some people are sweet. I'm a sweet person. So I know sweets are my go-to and that's my weakness. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make sure I hit my protein today. I'm gonna make sure I drink my water and I'm going to have a couple desserts like, and I'll be fine, you know, but it's just one of those things. And if we go out to eat, I'll just get something like a steak and sweet potato or some steak and a salad or something. And then I'll have dessert. So I try to balance it out a little bit, but while still enjoying myself and still not feeling like I'm being restricted, you know? Yeah. And I agree. I think those two things, uh, protein and hydration are so, so important. Um, like you said, because, you know, for those that don't know, protein is the most satiating macronutrient out of the three, I guess some people out consider alcohol for four, but out of the three main food groups, uh, protein is the most satiating. So like Ash was saying, like the fact that like, if you're going to have like a high protein snack or a small meal before you go out to a party or go out to a bar, or go out to a holiday party or something like that, that definitely helps. Um, so I definitely agree with those two. For me, it's just mainly uh, reminding my clients that or reminding people that if you don't need to be essentially hitting quote unquote, hitting every single workout, um, to the T as prescribed or as written down, um, as long as you are promoting some type of physical activity throughout the day on a daily basis, right? So whether, you know, you're going on a hike with your family or a bike ride, or you're going skiing, or, you know, you are hitting the gym with your siblings and you guys are doing a workout together or, you know, a group class or just going out for a walk in the middle of the afternoon or before and after big meals or something like that, just move your body, move your body. Cause that only, not only will allow you to kind of like promote 
good digestion because if you are eating at grandma's or mom's place, like most likely, guess what? It's 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 mom's cooking. So you're going to eat what you're going to eat. And those if you especially if you're following a diet or you have been following a plan for an extended period of time, like your body might be a little reactive to it. So promoting good circulation, good blood flow is great for that. In addition to, of course, your water intake, like Ashton just mentioned, um, but also I mean, it's, it's just having that, th those 30 to 45, maybe even an hour, if you're lucky of the day, that is just your own, right? Because I know that a lot of people travel back to like their family homes or cousins or, and let's be honest, family can be a little stressful and being out of your routine can be a little stressful. So just, you know, setting aside time or just be like, Hey, while you guys do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm, or I'm going to like grab the bike and go on a bike ride for 20 minutes and just allowing yourself to just decompress a bit does such a big, just, it goes, it goes miles for the body because then your body is just like, okay, I'm more prepared to deal with the rest of the weekend. Um, and that way you're already qualifying that activity as physical activity. You're already feeling less stressed and less anxious about not necessarily going to the gym. If you can have a gym, if you do have access and you can get your workouts and you're hitting them hard, even freaking better. But if you cannot do that, don't beat yourself up because guess what? There are so many other things that you can do in order to just stay active, get your steps in. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I think that that's, that's great um, advice just because I know a lot of people feel like they just need to stuff their face um, until they can't move and then they don't move and they just lay on the couch. I know that just makes you feel a bit worse. I know. And then you're just going to feel worse after. So it's like, you can enjoy food and not stuff your face until you feel like you're going to throw up. Like you can, you can have food in moderation. Like I really, truly feel like people feel like I'm just going to eat as much as I can today because I know that I'm going to be on track next week. It's like, uh, no, I yeah. probably wouldn't do that just because you don't have to go that extreme. It's really not good for your body to go from one extreme to the next. So if you've been good on your diet and you've been following everything, even if it's 80, 20, you know, nobody's 100% perfect unless that they're, you know, prepping for a show or whatever. So if you're just like, you know, chilling and following your plan and doing good when the holidays come, it's like, just have some things, in moderation, some things you probably wouldn't have, wouldn't eat, you know, majority of the time it's like, enjoy yourself still, but don't freaking make yourself sick. Like you don't have to go that extreme. You can still enjoy yourself. You can have a couple glasses of wine or, you know, cocktails or whatever and have fun. Um, just make sure you're like drinking, a, you know, a couple cups of water in between your glasses of wine, or your glass or your cocktails or whatever. Um, staying hydrated is going to make you feel so much better the next day. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, what's the most important thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of annoying to like, drink water, you know, consistently, but I'm, I guarantee you with the sugar and the alcohol, it's going to make the biggest difference with how you feel the following day. And it's literally just water. So it's like, if that's all you need to focus on is just making sure that you're getting enough water to save you from feeling like complete crap the next day, I would, I would take, I would do that. Yeah, no, I, that that's true. And I think that like people would also get so overwhelmed with the fact that, you know, they it's the all or nothing mentality that you're talking about, right? Like either I get all the things right or screw the program, throw the baby out with the bathwater and, you know, we don't see you in next year. And then the next year comes around and they're so overwhelmed that they're like, holy crap, how did I get here? I don't freaking understand. So I think that another another kind of piece of advice is 
if you know for a fact that, you know, you are someone who doesn't have a lot of self-control around food, who is most likely not going to have time if you have like four kids and three nephews and five sisters, like if it's just busy, commit to one thing, pick one thing that you know you're going to be successful at for the next five to seven days. And yeah. that one thing, even though it's not ever, it's, it's, it's most likely the second you step on the scale, you know, down the line on your next check in, the scale might fluctuate. And that is fine. Cause like we talked about at the very beginning here is that is what it is a fluctuation. And maybe if you did put on a little bit of weight, that it's not just a fluctuation. Second, you get back on the program and you get back on your workouts and you get back on the cardio, maybe your body will respond even better than you thought it would otherwise if you had been consistent because now it had a little bit of a break. So just, you know, if you can't, if push comes to shove and you're just so overwhelmed because like fam, like it's just too much to manage, pick one thing, right? Whatever that thing is, it's, it's totally up to you, but just pick one thing. Um, And then I, the last reminder from my end, I think is just, you know, understanding that unless you are getting ready for a show the first week of January, or, you know, you have a very, very specific reason as to why you need to continue to cut. I I tell my clients a lot, this is the perfect time to either be, and this comes from like, you know, you, I had a few of my girls start this uh, during Thanksgiving, you know, either you reverse your way into Christmas, which a couple of my girls are actually very successfully doing. it. I'm super excited um, where you have a higher caloric surplus, you have a caloric surplus to kind of, you know, pull from so that when you are eating more, you're the, 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 that's that increase in surplus is not as the discrepancy is not as high as if you had been on a deficit altogether. Um, or, it's okay to just maintain your physique in your body without like maintenance is also progress. The lack of, you know, like the absence of losing weight, if you're not gaining any weight, I'll say this again, the absence of losing weight without gaining any weight. So just staying where you are, is also progress. If you are in a, in a situation where you are traveling, you're eating out, you're eating more snacks, you're eating desserts, you're having the drinks and, all of the things that is also a perfectly fine goal to have during the holidays. So that way, when you do go get over the holiday hump, then you're like, okay, what are we going to do from here? Do we want to cut a little bit? Do we want to tighten things up? Do we want to keep on going on this maintenance phase? Like it's, it's, I think people get so frustrated with like progress, progress, progress. And the, the, the word progress is solely, especially for women associated with the weight on the scale. That's not going down. Um, there are other goals that can exist, you know, during this time of the year. So that is something that I always remind people. And they're like, oh, okay. And most of the time they're like, oh my God, I never thought about that. Yeah. Let's just maintain. And then they feel like emotionally, they're so much more prepared to push forward and like go pedal to the metal, you know, when it comes to, to really getting back from vacation because they didn't overthink or they didn't spend like 10 to 15 days stressing out about their weight. Yep. A hundred percent. That's very true. A lot of people, it's like, if you're just, if your goal is literally just to maintain, then that's, that's a good goal to have just to make sure that you're not doing anything. Like, I mean, women are going to fluctuate anyways. Like that's just what we do. Like it's just water and hormones and stuff. 
Um, so, you know, when people check in and they gain like one or two pounds, I'm like, it's just water. <laughs> like it'll exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's don't, don't freak out over the scale, you know, going up a little bit, it'll come right back down and it's probably just water. So I know, I know. Um, I think, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, those are like the four big ones that I can think about or five big ones that I can think about. Yeah. 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 So basically just enjoy yourself in moderation. Make sure you're drinking water. If you can hit your protein goal, make that a priority. Like you, like, like you said, Carolina, it's like, just pick one. It's like, pick, pick one. That's going to be, you know, if, if hitting the protein is like easy for you, make sure you're getting your protein. Do that. If hitting your water is going to be the easiest for you, make sure you're hitting your water. If you can do both great. Um, and then if you can, you know, get some movement and if you think that that's going to be the easiest to make sure that you're staying active while you're out of, you know, your element and not training as much, then do that. If, you know, it's just like pick something that, you know, is going to, you're going to be able to nail. And then that's like having just like a goal and then having the goal, completing the goal. It's like, perfect. You did what you're supposed to do. Get back on track the next day. Let your obviously coach know like everything that you did as far as like, yeah, I enjoyed myself. You know, I was 80, 20 or I was 70, 30, like whatever, whatever you want to let them know. Like, you know, I had this goal set for myself and I hit this goal, you know, with my water or my protein or both or whatever. Um, then, you know, it'll be easy for you to get back on track once you're, once you're back into like your normal routine and all that fun stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys, we wanted to like give, give you guys a little bit of like, you know, a takeaway and easy to apply, um, you know, tips so that it is a little bit easier. Cause we all, we've all been there. We've all been stressed out around family functions and family events because we're like, Oh man, I don't like, don't, they don't, you feel like they don't understand. So you don't necessarily need to justify yourself, but you can take ownership of, of what it is that you can control on your end. Um, but aside from that, Ash, you excited for Christmas? I am. I'm so excited. I, I love know. Christmas. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, I know. I know that you're like Christmas gift shopping, gift wrapping, ornament hanging kind of gal. Yes. Yes. I actually just got all the wrapping paper and I'm just waiting for a couple more um, gifts to come in the mail so I can wrap them. But yeah, I'm just excited. I love Christmas. I love giving. I just love like to buy, you know, people gifts and stuff like, like that to go shopping girl <laughs> I just love to shop and if it has to be for other people I'm totally fine <laughs> like it could be for me or for others but also for me but then for others <laughs> I get it I get it no this is awesome so Ash I'm so glad that we got to do it, get an episode in before Christmas we'll do another one before the end of the year you guys were super super excited I can't believe I mean it's I can't believe the year is almost over but other than that Ash Nice catching up. I will talk to you next week. Yes, yes. Happy oh, holidays. Yes, happy holidays. You guys, we are going to put up a um, question box with some New Year's resolutions for you guys to come up with, um, and we'll share some of them on the next episode. I figured I'd put that out there. Uh, so just make sure you keep an eye out for that. They'll probably be going up uh, between Sunday and Tuesday, like those three days. So watch out for that. But yes, happy holidays, babe. I will talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.